Hello and welcome to One on One. My name is Stephen Sloan, and you can't see me, but I'm dabbing on him right now. And joining me live from the nation's capital, my very own brother Mick. How you doing, bro, bro? You know, it's I haven't heard a lot of buzz down here in the nation's capital. Uh, <laughs> really? For real? I, I'm I'm completely serious. I think it's because my my By beloved way. Patriots are. Oh, can can we cut it in post? Um, I think Goodell's already on us. Uh oh. Well, we we've seen He's we've got seen the what he can do. We've seen how he'll plant some evidence. His ears are everywhere, Mick. Can, can We're probably we... already in jail. If you're listening to this, it may be too late. Can we record? Can we record this podcast in the elevator of a casino in Atlantic City? Because Goodell doesn't look there. No, he never checks, as we see. He, he, what he, up? He will not find Baltimore it. Ravens, my team. Thanks, right. guys. Well, Y'all anyway, are awesome. We're not 100% sure if we are allowed to describe the sporting event that will be gracing our eyeballs on Sunday evening. So we are going to try and talk about it in the most roundabout way possible for your amusement. All right, so we got to talk some of that bowl, which is so very super. It is. It is a very, uh, one might call it like a... Uh, a stupendous saucer. But anyway, what do you think? Obviously, we've got the Panthers led by quarterback and probably MVP Cam Newton. Um, he's he's reached. If he's not MVP, I'm quitting football. If level. he's not MVP, I'm boycotting the Super Bowl, yeah. and I mean. And it. a lot. If you followed football at all, a lot of really horrible things have happened, and we haven't boycotted it. So I think that gives you an idea of just yeah. how great Cam Newton was this year. Yeah, and, and he's he's reminiscent of the future of football. It's sort of he's a quarterback. reminiscent of the future of football. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not as good with words. That's so that, good. No, he's so good that words stop making sense. It boggles the mind. He's a quarterback who can deliver those crisp passes all over the field from the pocket, but who can also run for a first down wherever he wants. And the quarterback is drift. The quarterback position is drifting that way, and the game of football is drifting that way. Yeah, but on the opposite sideline is one of the last men standing from that previous generation. Yeah, he's one of the final members of the old guard. Now, Peyton Manning kind of feels like family because our mom—he, uh, he's her favorite football player. She's she's drafted him in fantasy every year she's played fantasy football, including the year he was injured. That's right. She dutifully had him on her team the entire mm-hmm. year that he was injured. Peyton it's, Manning is is part of the family in a lot of ways. I, I don't, I don't really, I don't really have a horse in this race. I think I'll be okay with either result. But, no, yeah, this is great. I'm I'm ecstatic. Yeah. I'd be thrilled with either team winning, and that that hasn't happened in a yeah. Super Bowl in a very long time for me. What do you think is? And by the way, just for some background, you and I watch more football than is probably healthy. <laughs> yes. A shout out to Thirsty Bernie's R.I.P. We and uh, that's a place in Arlington where Mick and I and our dad watch football just about every week that all three of us are in town. Yeah, and it's reached a point where, and I was having a conversation about this yesterday about how we don't really need people. One of my roommates from college was saying that we don't really need people to explain penalties over like a loudspeaker because people will pick it up. I'm at the stage of my football watching career. Where, like, as soon as the yellow flag appears on the screen, I'm like, oh, that's a defensive pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a hold. And by the way, I don't say this proudly because it might be a symptom of some sort of Roger Goodell spread disease. Yeah. But the super 
is very dear hey, to hey, me. Hey, hey, hey. Can't say those words in conjunction. You know that. We'll cut it in post. We'll okay. In post. The big, gigantic freaking game. The humongous uh, hmm. cereal bowl? Yeah. The first Super Bowl I watched was John Elway versus Brett Favre, Broncos versus Packers. That's right. I was really mad that the... Uh... Whichever team won, the Broncos, I guess? Yeah, you I was you really like the mad that they won for some reason. That was one of the first disagreements we ever had in sports. I loved Elway and you didn't. Yeah. And that was before we were really old enough to disagree. But Still yeah. not a fan. Hot take. Play for the team that drafted you, you jerk. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I've watched... I'm still not over it. We've watched every Super Bowl since then. And we've yeah, seen some much. great ones, and we've seen some bad ones. The worst one I ever saw was probably when I stayed up till 3 watching Peyton's last Super Bowl appearance against the Seahawks because I was in Wales studying abroad. Yeah, that was, um, hmm, that was a football game. So what do you think we can expect from Peyton on Sunday? Um, I was actually talking to my boss about this earlier. There, There's just not many universes I can imagine where he's not going to go for, like, two picks maybe 200 yards and a touchdown i just don't think i mean he is probably the second best quarterback who's ever played the game i think brady has that belt but i mean you watch him play and he just he doesn't have it anymore you know the velocity's gone he can't feel his hand apparently yeah Um, he's quoted as saying that when it's cold he literally can't feel his hand and he can't really feel it most days and i mean enormous credit to him for hanging around this long i mean the way he's willed himself basically to being an above average football player every year up until now probably since his neck injury happened but like this defense is so athletic and they're so talented and his defense or his uh wide receivers have been so disappointing i don't see a universe where he gets over 250 yards committing only a turnover yeah I I think, I mean, it goes without saying that that's the key of the whole game for Denver. I think Denver's going to keep it close because I think that defense is really good. Denver's defense. They might be. Well, here's a question for you before we move on to what you want to expect from Peyton. If they win this game, and especially if Peyton doesn't play well, do, do they vault into, like, top 20 top 15 defenses all time yeah I, I think they do i think statistically by a lot of the metrics i read something a couple of weeks ago on twitter from a football writer i follow who's saying that they compare extremely favorably check him who is it i want to say it was bill barnwell okay probably was bill barnwell but i'm great. not certain if, if it was bill barnwell thank you bill barnwell but yeah i, I think if they pull manning because they really they pulled manning through the AFC title game. And I don't mean that in disrespect for Peyton Manning because he made some really good plays in that game and he helped put them in a position to win. But that defense definitely pulled him through against Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. They pulled him through against New England. Yeah. And I think if they pull him against Carolina, which is probably the most explosive offense and the best defense he's played yet, yeah, I think that that will be an incredible accomplishment and I think they deserve to be in the discussion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Totally Um, agreed. Yeah, I think Carolina is a very interesting case of, you You may know this or you may not, that football has a very stringent salary cap. And it's designed from this business model that football is most entertaining in theory when any team can beat any other team. So the league is has an incentive to make the teams relatively equal in competitiveness. 
Now, what that has led to is you see a team like Carolina, which has some weaknesses. Their receivers aren't that good. They don't even have a number one receiver, I would say. <laughs> yeah, their top receiver is Theodore Ginn. Sorry, yeah. Ted Ginn, if your name's not actually Theodore. But that dude is not a wide receiver, period. Yeah. Like, he's not even a number one wide receiver. I'm not even sure that he's a wide receiver. Yeah. They're, and their secondary is patchwork. They have Josh Norman, who's really good, and that's about it. Cortland Finnegan is their nickel corner. Cortland Finnegan hasn't been relevant in, like, three years. Yeah, so if you don't know who Cortland Finnegan is, dear listeners... You are not alone. There's a reason. But they really function because they have, I'm going to say, six elite players. And by elite, I mean top three at their position. They yeah. have Cam Newton. Yep. They have Greg Olson at tight end. Yep. They have Kawan Short on the defensive line. You can expect to hear his name a lot. You have Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis, and you have Josh yeah. Norman. And when you have six players who are probably promised to be six of the top ten players in every single game you play, that really makes a difference. And those guys can cover deficiencies in a league where, because of the salary cap and because of parity, everyone has little weaknesses in their team. Yeah. So I think that we're relatively in line in terms of who's going to win this game. Uh, and what game would that be? It is the Superb Owl, which looks, <laughs> and, which looks more like what we're talking about when it's written. And much like OVO, it is quite a superb owl. It's true. Or arguably, arguably, OVO is the most superb owl, but the one on Sunday is is second. But yeah, so I I agree. I think we both um, have a feeling who's gonna win. I think for me, the only question is, does Denver keep it close? You know, is it another? Because like I'm looking at it, I don't know. I'm looking at it, and it looks a lot like the team that crushed them the in Seattle. Uh, the last Super Bowl they were in. They look a lot like Seattle. Uh, Carolina does. Yeah, I think that there's definitely similarities. I mean, I mean, Denver's defense is a lot better than they were. And I think Seattle's defense was better than this Carolina defense. And the game, to be fair, is not going to open with uh, the center snapping the ball for our safety. You say that, but maybe that was the plan all along. <laughs> yeah. Because was, was the the, um, the bowl, the bowl, the bowl is yeah. it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. So yeah. I think rather than getting too into the nuts and bolts of this game, I think the key question that's been dug into a lot, but honestly I don't think can be dug into enough, mm-hmm. is which quarterback needs this more? Cam or Peyton Manning? Well, see, you always want to say that Cam is going to have his chances, but for, for those of you... Uh, who don't know despite being from the dc area i am a ravens fan as i alluded to earlier um and after watching my boy joe flacco for whom i am ride or die i've been with flacco pretty much since he was drafted and i've seen him get super super close to this ball now three times um and he's only gotten there once and that was because he literally played as good a postseason as has ever been played (laughs) So you you want to think that Manning needs it more because Cam is going to have his chances. But I don't know. I think Cam stands more to gain. Manning, if he wins, finally puts the, the debate between him and Eli to rest because um, they'll finally have the same number of, of uh, championship rings. But other than that, I mean, it, it will it will only solidify the idea that he is one of the greatest who's ever put on the helmet. And maybe it'll allow him to ride off into the sunset 
on those Broncos, which would be kind of nice, rather than having to watch him suffer through another season of football. But I think for Cam Newton, like this, this if he wins this he is immediately vaulted into the elite conversation, which has eluded him for whatever reason, despite being an excellent quarterback for the better part of the last three years. So I would say that Newton has more to gain. I don't think I could say that either of them needs it more than the other. Yeah, I, I think that's a reasonable assessment. I think it would be similarly affecting to people to their legacies for each of them. I think that winning one, a first Super Bowl in a vacuum is far more important than winning a second. And I say that because there's an exclusive club of Super Bowl winning. The first cut is the deepest. Yeah. Cheryl Crow taught us that. I, I hope that was Cheryl Crow. I'm pretty yeah. sure. And winning, winning the first gets you past the bouncer and into the club. And if you don't win that first one, it is going to be in the first or second sentence of your football resume when it's all over. Of your Wikipedia page. Yeah, it really is. It's the first thing that comes up about Dan Marino, and it's the specter that haunted Manning for the first decade of his career, and that haunted John Elway for almost his entire career. So I think, and you said it so, you said it so well, you never know. It seems like this Panthers team has the talent that they could be competing for Super Bowls for the rest of the decade, but Aaron Rodgers has played in one... Yeah. even though he just submitted one of the best six or seven year stretches in the history mm -hmm. of the position. And I have four words for you. San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick got really close yeah. and he never made it back. Immediately just took a nosedive yeah, in terms of quality as a there's quarterback. There's a decent chance he never will make it back. Which, to be fair, I'd, I would be beyond shocked if something like yeah. that were to happen to Newton. And, and even if you talk about someone like Brady, whose team, in large part because of him, was in the conversation year after year after year, and he played in three Super Bowls after his first three titles, and he got really close to going 0 for 3 in those last three Super Bowls. I mean, yeah. it really is razor thin. So I think Cam needs to take this now. I think that if Manning wins the second it'll be just the biggest, fattest cherry on the Sunday that is his career. And I think it'd be an unbelievable way for him to go out, and I don't want to diminish the value of any of that. But no, you're right, it's, you're right. Cam could have a ceiling removed from his legacy if he wins this one, particularly if he does it in MVP season and as the defining hero of this team. Well, when was the last time we had an MVP who then went on to be I think it was just Joe Montana and oh, Joe Oh, sorry. I mean, uh, uh, fantastic Tureen. The, the, big, the big game that is played on the first Sunday in February at 6 p.m., 5 p.m. Central. But yeah, I think he's got a lot at stake. I think that it's probably important to him on a personal level because aside from all the other reasons he'd want to win, I think he knows that this could shut everybody up. And I think you can kind of see that Cam Newton's getting tired of it. Someone asked him why he was wearing sandals and socks together. And he just kind of rolled his eyes and said, why are you wearing jeans and shoes? And I think that was at media day. Which, by the way, all credit in the world to Cam Newton. Dude, the ridiculous stuff that dude has to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis, including stupid open letters from people of no consequence yeah. whatsoever he handles it with so much grace and so much aplomb and it, it just it should be said that 
he could react far more negatively. He could become Barry Bonds. He could become somebody like that who is just so fed up with the media that he just doesn't give them the time of day. And yet Newton continues to be one of the most jubilant, fun, interesting interviews and personalities that I've seen. And I, I think he, regardless of whether he wins on Sunday, I think this has been a breakout season for him from a play perspective and will hopefully solidify him as one of those guys who just should be around for a very long time. Yeah. Well, I think we've danced around it enough. Are you you want to make a call? Yeah, we've we've danced around that name quite a bit. Yeah, we've we've had a couple things we need to add and post. Yeah, no, I'm ready to make a pick. All right. Let's um, give me Let's do let's do scores. Let's go yeah, crazy. Yeah, give yeah. me a winner, give me a score. Um, winner I think is going to be Carolina. I think the score is going to be 24 14. What do you think? I think Carolina is going to win. Okay. And I think it's going to be 22 to 13. Mm. I think it's I think someone's going to miss it. I think someone's going to miss an extra point. Yeah. Or something weird's going to happen with that and I think there's going to okay. be some 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 kicking up the field goals in this game. Okay. Yeah, that's that's very fair. Yeah, and I I think Cam wins MVP. I mean, Unless Keekley or Davis, I find it hard to believe anybody else is going to be. Yeah. So. so yeah. I I know that I'll be watching. Yeah, we are we are ready for the um, spectacular sporting event on Sunday. Yeah, and ready to have an irresistible urge to buy Doritos. Yep. We get to As, see a great Drake commercial. Uh, yeah. Really phenomenal Drake uh, Hotline Bling commercial. Yeah, I love the game for both the game and the commercials. Yeah, I, I like I like the sheer spectacle of it. I am yeah. I'm one of the it seems like sharply shrinking number of people who still really likes Coldplay. <laughs> yes. I'm, yeah. I'm curi- I'm curious to see them play and I'm curious That'll I, be a good show. I've seen them live and they put I'm on looking a really forward good show. to all of my friends making snide remarks and me being like, Stop it. The thing that will make my life complete. What? Left Shark. The Return. Left Shark 2. I, Electric I want Boogaloo. Left Shark to do the, uh, the coin toss. We... <laughs> that would be amazing. Wouldn't that be so great? He would, he would like throw the coin into the stands or something. Yeah, well, he would do, God, he would do that, do that do horizontal that. arm whip thing, and he would just whip it. You know, you know what I heard? Yeah. I heard that Chris Martin's hit a rough patch. I've heard that they've replaced him with Left Shark. Oh man. Well, Chris Martin, I've actually seen Coldplay in concert and he is one of the more fun to watch and like he is dynamic frontman of band I've seen just purely by like he runs around and it seems like he's gonna fall off the stage. Yeah, he's quite the showman. I don't think he's quite as much of a showman as the ultimate showman, the show shark. Left shark. Left shark. And by the way, to all you people who are saying, Oh, that was a year ago. No, we can't let Left Shark go away. Left Shark is forever. So, yeah, do, do we have any more Super Bowl? And on that note, I think it's fitting that Left Shark is the last thing we say about the large game uh, on Sunday. So, yeah, we both think Carolina's going to win. We both think it's going to be relatively low scoring. We both hope Left Shark makes an appearance in the halftime show. Or, bonus points, somewhere else in the game. <laughs> Even if it's just in the stands. So, yeah, um tweet at us uh let us know who you think's gonna win maybe even tweet us a score extra brownie points if you give us an mvp um you will win a great 
big prize packet made of nothing because we have no money. But you will you will have our undying uh, admiration for your prognosticating skills. No, but real talk, I'll go further than that. If you give us the correct score and the correct winner, we will say your name on the podcast unless you tell us not to. But yeah, thank you. This week has been, you know, it feels silly to say this because we barely had like 60-some people, but it really does. That's, that's a huge number to us, um, and it really means a lot for you guys to be tuning in. It's been a really cool experience to uh, get your feedback and to just hear that you guys like the pod this has been something that we've been wanting to do for a while but we weren't sure anybody would want to listen to uh and it's nice to know that that y'all are enjoying what we have to say uh, and we really do appreciate it yeah that's all we got yeah you can either subscribe on itunes or you can subscribe on soundcloud if you don't want to use the whole apple uh industrial complex or you can follow us on twitter at numeral one on one pod tweeted us suggestions uh we're gonna try to do a micro pod like this every friday or saturday depending yeah. on when i can edit it uh at least for a little bit just to to hit on some important cultural things that are coming up sort of later in the week before we can drop the pod that's all we got thanks obama